Hi, I'm Aaron Cobb. I own Fetch IMC. We're an integrated marketing communications company that works primarily with small businesses. You're listening to Graduated Entrepreneur. Uh, We put together this series as a kind of culmination of our 10 year celebration. Fetch turned 10 in 2019. And what I wanted to do was kind of share some of the things that I've learned as I reflected over the 10 years as an entrepreneur. And really what I've identified is I've benefited from having an amazing circle of people from family and friends to clients to my de facto board of advisors. And what I found is since we primarily work with other small businesses and graduated entrepreneurs, a lot of our stories are similar, even though our our industries may be a little bit different. And the other thing that I noticed was I learned the most from other business owners. And what I want to do is connect those folks in my circle to other folks who can benefit from those types of conversations, stories, and lessons. So uh, you're going to hear various types of um, kind of themes and various types of stories. Um, To start off, I know it'll be very, very kind of close to the people that are closest to me. But from there, I'd love to expand it and uh, kind of see where this thing goes. So without further ado, um, welcome to Graduate Entrepreneur. We appreciate you listening in. Welcome to season one of Graduated Entrepreneur. So season one is really gonna focus on family, right? So families that, family members that help support entrepreneurs, whether they be spouses or partners, to children, um, to parents, uh, et cetera. So this first episode to kick it off, I'm gonna do really close to home and I'm interviewing my wife, Mariah. Uh, The unique thing about us and her path to entrepreneurship is that when we met, I was an entrepreneur and she wasn't, and now we both are entrepreneurs. So we're gonna learn a little bit about her transition. Um, We're gonna talk a little bit about our dynamic and what it's like to not only both be entrepreneurs, but also work together. So that's gonna be episode one. Um, The rest of the episodes are gonna be similar, but we're gonna look at different types of dynamics and kind of dig into what that really looks like. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, Without further ado, We were at a party last weekend and we have a client that works with his wife and um, she was a career changer as well. And I asked him the question, I was like, hey, how many people do you know that actually like work together? Like married couples that work together in your network, right? And like that you're actually friends with. So they like stopped and they thought about it and like they named us and they named off a couple of other people. They're like, yeah, but we're not like really friends though. And I was like, but do you talk to them about business? And they were like, no. And I was like, well, I talked to them. We could say it was Bill and Diana. I think we'll have them on at a later um, a later show. But the thing that was interesting to me was um, it's not so much that it's unique to be in business with your spouse. I think that each person who's in business with their spouse has a unique story. Um, I also think that a lot of times we don't have conversations together about what that's really like. You know, I know Bill and I talk a lot about business, um, but then we also talk about that dynamic between that work-life balance, being at home, what it's like working with our significant other, right? Um, And I thought that it'd be really cool to explore that a little bit, right? And so in addition to understanding how we got to this point, um, just wanted to have an open and honest conversation about like what it's been like. So what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts on working with my spouse? Yeah, or the whole conversation in general. (laughs) 
I like working with my spouse. I think it gives us an opportunity to spend time together, but in a different way than we do on a like traditional day-to-day husband-wife parent kind of scenario. Yeah, I agree. You know, the thing that's challenging for me sometimes is that I feel like we're parents and we're coworkers, right? And, you know, sometimes it's like, well, where is that? Like, where's us, you know, and I think uh, we've done a good job of it. I think so. Uh, I think it's something that we continuously improve on before like people that um, are new to the situation. What would you say any advice to like making that work? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think we're still kind of navigating our own situation and figuring that out. But I do think it's important to have some set time where you're not talking about business or maybe it's dinner and dinner you make it a point to not discuss business related things because you're probably spending a lot of your day doing that um but i think having that set time where you're just enjoying being together and not working together is important yeah you know it's interesting um one thing i love about us um and what i love about kind of our conversation and relationship is that you know we're big road trippers right and so i think a lot of people will go on vacation and go on a trip to clear their minds and to not think about work, right? And I think that that's, of course, what vacation truly is for. Um, but I don't know how much you love it, but I love being able to, especially on the road trips, um, definitely clear my mind. But, um, you know, my mind's always thinking about something, right? So it's either something that we're currently working on or something that we could be doing. And I find that time to be, I don't even know the word for it. I just really appreciate that time because I'm able to not think so much about things that we have to do. I guess not think so much, I guess the phrase is working on the business instead of in the business, right? So I feel like when we're um, on the road, even though I'm thinking about business, it's thinking about it in a very different way. And I appreciate um, the perspective that I can get from you because now, and we should probably talk about how we ended up in this situation, but now, you know, it's not just me talking about work like it used to be before we were working together. Now it's us talking about our company, right? Our lives our, and what we want to do with it and what direction we want to go. And it's fun to have that freedom to really daydream with somebody who's equally invested in it, right? And then also somebody who understands who you are as a person, how you think, what makes you tick, because then they're able to, you, I'm, taking, I'm talking about you, like, but able to give you that feedback um, that's unique, that I don't think anybody else can give you, keep you honest and, and really um, be able to give you something valuable back. Yeah, I agree. I think um, it's just further intertwining everything. Um, so it feels like, you know, we can still have that conversation of like, oh, how was your day or what happened today? But it's more meaningful and it feels like it's more important or connected to the bigger picture of what we're trying to do. Um, and I think it gives both of us like more context behind what we're each saying, because the other person knows some more of the background or some more of the details that are pertinent to the story. Um, and it just makes those conversations more fun. Yeah. You know, what's interesting to me is that um, I kind of alluded to it. We never went into this um, thinking that this is where we would be, right? So when I met you, you were a teacher, right? And I think I was in the second year of Fetch, or we had just yep. turned two. Yep. Mm-hmm. We had just turned two. So, you know, fast forward eight years later, um, you're not teaching anymore. You own a co working space. 
and you also do project management for Fetch. Fetch is 10, right? Um, I'm still, I guess, doing similar things, right? But kind of talk about how we got here. You know, um, talk about your path from uh, educator to business owner to partnering with your spouse. And of course, it's our story, but I'm interested in hearing your your perspective. And you know me, I'm going to interrupt you and say some things as well. Um, I think it's a really cool story. So uh, go for it. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah. So I was a teacher for eight years and I've always really enjoyed kids and um, being in the classroom, but was kind of looking for something, something different, a new challenge. Um, And we, something that you and I enjoy together and I've always kind of talked about is hosting and just having people over, um, really getting a chance to know people, spend time with everybody. Um, So our original idea, which is not actually what we're doing now, um, was kind of to do like a coffee shop kind of idea in our neighborhood. Actually, our original, original idea was to open up a bed and breakfast, which would have given us that opportunity um, to kind of host people and spend time with people, um, not in Chicago was the original plan. And then that kind of morphed and changed into um, wanting to stay in Chicago and wanting to do something in our neighborhood that was impactful for the community um, that could make a difference where we currently are. Yeah, I'm going to jump in because there's some things that you you said that I think can, we could provide a little extra context to, right? Um, so you had made the decision to, what made you decide to leave the classroom, I guess? Um, I mean, it was a combination of things, one of which being we were thinking about having our own children. And honestly, I just couldn't imagine being in a classroom with children all day and then still having the patience to come home and spend quality time with um, my own kids and wanting more freedom, I guess, of um, a schedule and flexibility and able to control my own time um, for the future of children, but then also just for my own well-being and sanity. Yeah. So and you know, part of it. We, uh, you kind of talked about our um, wanting to host, right, and loving host. So I think that whether we knew it or not, we've actually been building towards this since the day we met, right? So, you know, we, of course, uh, we dated and we got married five years ago, right? But leading up to that marriage, of course, we were hosting and we were having people over and we had these dinner parties because uh, we worked really well together, right? Like, I like to create lovely dishes with a huge mess, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you like to be able to present, you know, I think the, there are definitely, we definitely have complementary parts to each other, right? We're similar in a lot of ways, but um, our strengths are different, right? So um, what I learned early on of knowing you was that uh, a couple things, you were going to make sure that whatever we do was going to be like legit, <laughs> right? Uh, I knew that, and I mean, not to say that I don't do legit things, right? but <laughs> That's what you're saying. I, you know, I know that if, as cra- I know that we could start with a crazy idea way over here and then you might be over here and wherever that middle is, is right, right? And I've always, and we learned that early on. I think um, the story yes, that we were, skipped you over- You were definitely the ideas person and I am, <laughs> how does that actually happen in reality person? Yeah, and the cool thing about that is that I feel like- um, I feel like I've adopted a lot of those traits and it's really helped me grow as a professional, as a person as well, right? Um, 
and I think that I've ruined you a little bit and got you thinking uh, crazy like ideas. <laughs> so we're still both getting closer to that middle, but I think I'm um, leading back to how we ended up with homie, right? There are a couple of things that happened between that. So one was we got married in Montana and renovated a house at the same time, right? And so we were planning a wedding with a small budget um, in a remote space. Um, and then we were also managing a home that we purchased that needed a pretty extensive rehab um, in Humble Park, right? A neighborhood that we actually lived in previously as a couple, and then we were planning on raising our family there, right? So we're actually west of the park where um, at the time there weren't a ton of things to do. So I was working from home um, on Fridays because that was a perk that we had. And so if I were working from home, I couldn't even go anywhere. There wasn't even a coffee shop for me to go to in the neighborhood to just get out of the house. And that really bothered me, right? And so um, jumping around a little bit, one of the cool things about our wedding was, I don't know, like we had a, I don't, we had an amazing wedding, right? And so <laughs> I think that we really put together from the food to the experience, to the location, right? And maybe we like intercut some pictures up there of what that looked like. Um, you know, our friend Eric, who's a chef in New York, flying in and doing the food and what we did for that amount of people, for the amount of money that we spent, which was pretty minimal, um, I think we proved to ourselves some things, right? And it was really, really fun. I'll just leave you an option to say that. But um, the location of the wedding was a place called Sky Ridge Ranch. And we got to speak to the people, the family that owned it. And they basically had bought a piece of land that had a barn on it and had an amazing view and they were like well maybe some people will want to host events here and you know her story was well it turned out in you know one a month and a couple of months to it got within the first two to three years it was booked two to three years in advance and it was just something that didn't require a ton of work on their end there's maintenance but it was a it was really passive income for them on something that they like actually owned for them to live on so it was paying not only was it paying for them to live there it was also paying for them to like live life and so and they was, enjoyed it i mean they came they to the wedding it. part of it they yeah. were always guests and they really got to know the people and it was uh like you were saying a income stream for them but it was something that was already there and that was relatively easy and that they also really enjoyed which yeah. was really cool to see in hindsight you know the other cool thing about it was they were that was in ronan right or ronan it was outside of Ronan, yeah. It was outside of Ronan, which is a pretty small town in Montana. Um, but to see the economic impact that them having those events there had on the rest of that community, if you think about all the local vendors that we used um, to for our wedding, right, and then their list of folks, they were all within a certain mile radius that I'm not sure if people were going to be coming there spending money to the degree that they currently are before they opened up that location. So they really, you know, had an amazing impact on that area as well. Sure. Um, so, you know, that was a, you know, thinking about it now, I think that had a lot to do with what we ended up doing with Homie, which I want you to talk a little bit more about. But um, the final thing was um, that renovation was crazy. And like, we, <laughs> we got back from the wedding and our contractor walked off the job, right? And like, it was literally raining in the house and they pieced out and we had ended our lease so essentially we got married and we were homeless and like uh i thought that looking back on it there was no more galvanizing of an experience than that 
And at that point, like once we got through that and we figured it all out, I knew that there was nothing that we could not do. And so not, I didn't think at that point that we would be working together in the capacity that we are, but um, I think that's what really started us down that road. What do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think there's uh, no other real test than what we kind of went through in our very first month or two of, of being married and definitely our first year of being married. Um, like you said, we basically got married, came home to a house that was supposed to be pretty much done, and was basically in pieces still, and then uh, moved in with your parents. So that was a, a great kickstart to our married life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it was, it was great. Right. I mean, yeah. it gave, us a, gave me a really nice, actually, unique opportunity to get to know your parents in a way that I wouldn't have otherwise. Um, so I don't regret that at all. But I, I think it definitely kind of tested us and we saw what we were made out of in that first little bit. And it just kind of reinforced what we probably already knew, but that we could do pretty much whatever. And I mean, we joked about it, but I think it is true that we basically took turns freaking out and there would be one of us who was like going crazy and like, oh, but this is the end. This is awful. There's nothing is right. This is just, you know, complete freak out mode. And the other one would be, the calm one that was collected and it's going to be okay and here's the plan and this is what we're going to do um we've kind of continued in that it's tradition through through everything that we've been doing where you know we know that we can count on if i need to have a major freak out i know that you can like hold it down and bring me back and i think it works both ways absolutely all right so i'm glad we touched on that because i do want to talk about how you ended up opening homie and I think that provided some great context and um, you know tell us what about what it is and you know yeah go for it. Sure so homie is a neighborhood co-working and event space. Um, we are located right in Humboldt Park on North Avenue um, only a few blocks three blocks or so from where we live as well so we're right in the neighborhood um, but yeah, so we're a co-working and event space, kind of a multifaceted, multi-purpose space, really. Um, so during the week, we have members um, and also people who just use the space on a day-to-day -day basis um, as a co-working space. So it's a shared space. It's all open, um, kind of an alternative to going to a coffee shop or somewhere that is noisier or you don't have as much room. Um, you can leave your things if you step out for lunch and you know that everything's secure um, but yeah, so we have a variety of different members from kind of all different industries and walks of life. A lot of them live right here in the neighborhood and just are kind of in a similar situation to us of looking for a, a space to go in neighborhood um, if they have the opportunity to work from home or if they freelance. Um, and even some of them have, you know, home offices, but just need to get out of their house. Um, a lot of them have kids at home and need a space to go. Um, we also have some people who meet with clients frequently and want a more professional setting to meet with them um, than their home or a little more quiet than a coffee shop or something. Um, so that's kind of our day-to-day -day, um, function. And then we also rent the space for private events um, in the evenings and on the weekends. So we get a lot of small things that you, you, know, you could technically do at your house, but you don't want to. Um, so we get a lot of birthday parties and baby showers. Um, we've hosted a couple small weddings, receptions, 
um, brunches, networking events, all that good stuff. Um, and all of our memberships for co-working also come with an event space credit. Um, so we've had a member do his son's birthday party here. We had a member do a networking event for her company. Um, so the space kind of transforms into a, a small event space um, in the evenings and weekends. And then we also um, sort of function as an art gallery, which is something that we kind of just fell into. Um, when we first opened, you know, we had all this empty wall space that we were wondering what we were going to do with. Um, and we have some friends who are artists, but you know, we are by no means artists. Um, and something we knew people are always for is a space to display their work and just have things up so that people are seeing it. Um, so we've been hosting quarterly art shows since we opened. Um, so we do a, a spring, summer, winter, and fall show every year um, where we display the works of three to four artists, um, usually all local. We do like a little opening party. People get to come in and meet the artists and see their work. Um, all the pieces are usually for sale also, which is great for the artist. Um, and it's just a chance to get more people into the space. It's a fun time. Usually we have some, some good food as well. Um, so those are kind of the three main functions of the space. That's cool. So how's it been, right? So you're three years and, you know, where are we at now? Where do you want to be in the future? What's the vision for it? Yeah, so we've survived. We've made it three years. Um, you know, we're, we're building steam steadily. I'd say at the beginning, you know, our initial idea was that this would be more um, frequently used for co-working and we'd get like an occasional event here or there, um, maybe one or two a month or something. Um, and we've seen over the course of the last few years that we do have a, a steady, you know, co-working base and it's building actually. Um, so we have the most members we have ever had currently. I think we have around 14. Um, so that's building for sure. But the event side of it has been um, bigger than we anticipated. And I think that just shows, you know, people are looking for something nice in the neighborhood, a space to go to. Um, people are interested in staying in the neighborhood and, you know, having their dollars go to a local business. Um, so that's been really great to see. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're growing, we're building. I think our next step, what we would like to do is to purchase the property and own the building um, that the space is in. And that is our next big kind of endeavor undertaking coming up um, in 2020. Yeah, so I think um, one thing we kind of glazed over was the fact that not only are you running homey, but you're doing some work with Fetch, right? So um, I know from my end, and this is going to kind of tie together, you know, we talked about those complimentary things, right? So sure, I'm the idea guy, and you make sure stuff gets done, right? Uh, I think that's like safe, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you're doing project management for Fetch, right? And I'm doing like random things for homie, right? What you're I, my I, maintenance I, man, mostly. Yeah, I'm the handyman, right? So <laughs> I think so. Uh, you know, no, I, I'm sure there's some value I provide there, but your your role for Fetch is invaluable. And I think um, <clears throat> as we've kind of grown into these roles, uh, the separation of Fetch and Homie has seemed to kind of disappear, right? Like we're meeting two to three times with our team at Homie anyway, right? Um, I know our biggest mission was we live in the neighborhood. We want to provide some value to the neighborhood. So I know a big thing that we're thinking about is why not move Fetch to the neighborhood, right? As much as I love our current space and being close to the loop and all those things, I think it's important to have a professional service like Fetch, right? In a neighborhood where 
Um, there are other professional services there, but I would like to be a little bit more visible to the people that live here, um, to the people that, to the kids really that are growing up here, because I don't think that uh, it's so much that I'm trying to mine business out of the space. I think it's important to be like, I live here and I want to hold my office here. And some of the kids that don't know about our industry should know about it. And so I want to be involved, not only in proximity, but kind of invest some of that time there. So, you know, we talked about finding that space. Um, I think that'll be a really cool next step where now not only are we working together, we're going to be in proximity in the same building every day, right? So, <laughs> so look for the follow-up uh, <laughs> conversation on that, see how that's going. But um, anything else you want to say, you know, as we kind of wrap this up, you know, I think um, while we're still figuring out how this thing goes, if you were talking to somebody else uh, who was working with their spouse or considering it, uh, what's the number one thing or top three things do, don't do, you know, just what comes to mind um, if you were having that conversation? I guess I would just say that it's important to each still kind of maintain your, not your own identity, but your own self in everything that's going on. I think something I really like about our situation currently and what we're doing, I mean, we're, we are both working together, but we're running two businesses and it's not like we spend, you know, all day from eight in the morning till five at night together in the same space, like talking about work, um, you know, kind of the nature of what we're doing is you might be out at meetings and I might be at homey showing the space or meeting with people. And then we might reconvene for a couple hours or we might chat about something in the afternoon and we keep tabs on everything that's going on with each other, but we're not like working in a cubicle together all day, every day, which I think would be very different than, than what we're doing. Um, and so I think being able to have that actual physical distance um, is actually kind of nice because Honestly, you would drive me crazy if we spent all day, every day together. Um, but I think it, it's been nice to be able to come back together and know exactly what's going on with each other and um, have ideas maybe of something that I've been thinking about that would be helpful for Fetch or you having some idea of something that would be great for the marketing for Homey and being able to like use our strengths for each other. And I think that's something we've been talking about too is just really building on what we're good at for each other. And I think it's awesome to have the opportunity to, to do that for each other and have it really be a meaningful thing that you can see having an impact on your life, basically. Yeah, no, I, I concur. Um, the only thing I would add <clears throat> is that um, if somebody were considering doing it, um, I wouldn't force it, right? You know, I think, um, A, not everybody's an entrepreneur period, right? And then like B, not everybody, while we work, I'm not trying to come across as, oh, we're this perfect couple, right? But we do actually work well together, right? And so not everybody works well together, like actual like doing work together, sure. right? And so um, I think those foundational pieces for working together need to be there. Um, you know, there's all different types of relationships that work out really well, that have strengths that we don't, right? Um, I think we just kind of, I don't want to say fell into it. Like I said, I, there were some definite milestones that got us there. Um, so we were a little bit battle tested before going into it. So I would say, you know, don't rush it, set realistic expectations and always give each other an out, right? Like 
I think that's a conversation, especially earlier on that we had a lot, like, do you want to keep doing this? You know, is this because, and honestly, I say it all the time, you know, I think at the end of the day, the only thing we cannot do is mess up us, right? So everything else can go away, but like, we've got to make sure that we're cool. And so um, I think those pieces definitely help. Um, and, you know, we'll see if we can continue to have some fun together and, and not mess up us, right? I hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you doing this. I know um, it's not your favorite thing in the world, but uh, you did awesome. Like I know you would. And um, like I said, this is a series that we're doing. We really want to have real conversations with entrepreneurs. So this one focus on working with spouses and significant others. Um, you know, there'll be other topics. I know that uh, both Mariah and I have been blessed with a network of people who have been great resources for us. Um, and, you know, I don't think Fetch makes it to 10 years without that network. And I'd like to share some of those people and some of those conversations with other entrepreneurs. And that's really the point of this. So um, I hope you found value out of it and uh, look for some more conversations in the future. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. I'll see you in a minute.